Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 1057 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented as always by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. David Cook's out sick today, and uh, doesn't mean you can't buy his book. Go to davidcookspeaks.com. Getting undressed from paralysis to purpose is the book, and uh, hopefully, Coach Cooks is feeling a little bit better. Special in-studio guest, he is the head basketball coach at Milwaukee South. They had a good year. They did. Ty Mosler, how you been? Good, how are you doing? Good, you had a good year. We were okay. I think um, we beat who we should have beat. We lost to who we should have lost to, and then some games in the middle there. And Good kids. Wow, we had great kids. Probably too nice of kids. Yeah, I, I, that's what you said. You said they uh, they say thank you to the bus driver. They, they hand the ball to the other team Often. once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, I think you got to have uh, nice kids off the floor, but on the floor you want them. A little bit, and it just wasn't in them. Yeah. Hey, we're going to get a chance to talk to a lot of guys, but I, I promise the head coach at Berg Central will get him on first and uh, get him done because they, they play early today at 1 o'clock. And Dan Wandry, uh, head coach at Berg Central, got a really nice win against Brookfield East. Really proud of him. Hey, Coach, how you been? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you today? We're, I do, we're doing well. Ty and I are here. Coach Cooks is uh, out sick today, so Ty is going to. Uh, he's got big. Uh, he's got big, big shoes to fill I'm at this try. point. He's going to try. Hey, um, congratulations on on a really good, strong run so far, Coach. You got to feel pretty good about how uh, how the Brook Central basketball team is playing right now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we really are proud of the guys. Uh, you know, we've uh, had the good fortune over, you know, some years where we are able to make uh, kind of a deep tournament run. And we, we talk all the time with our players that at this time of the year, every time you step in the gym, if it's practice or a game, you, you got to find a way, figure out a way to get better each time. And um, we've really, our guys have really bought into that. And I really, I, I have to probably be a little careful how I say it, but you know, the end of the season schedule is really, it's kind of weird, I think, right? You know, you go the whole second half of the season and you're playing two games a week, sometimes you're playing three, and then all of a sudden, you know, in our conference anyway, you know, the last week you, you play on a Friday night, then you take a week off and you play the following Thursday, and then depending on how it falls with the playoffs, you know, you're, you got another week off. And you know, that can be difficult for these kids sometimes to say, okay, we got to go back to the gym and practice every day. Uh, but our guys have really, you know, for us, our focus was really on the defensive end. Uh, and Thursday night, uh, 
I was just really, really proud of how our guys uh, dug in. We played Brookfield East back in January. Uh, Riley Letourneau just played a fantastic game. I think he probably was 14 of 16 from the floor and had like 28 points. So, you know, as a coach, I know you guys have been there, you watch that game over and over and it's Nightmareville, right? Right. Um, <laughs> you know, and then Thursday night, we just we made him uh, work really, really hard. He, Our guys just, you know, we played great team defense, played great individual defense. And so that really worked. And our guys are just, you know, doing everything possible uh, to be successful. Hey, Dan, now, obviously, both you know, your little conference tournament here for a section weekend going east and into Sussex, and yeah. both of them are fairly similar, other than, yeah. I mean, I would say that the biggest difference would be, you know, Brookfield East doesn't have Patrick Baldwin, but the styles are very similar. Do you feel that's helped you at all in the one day you have to prepare? You know, again, you've seen Sussex twice, and now you're getting them a third time. Is there really that much that you can do differently for preparing in a situation like this? Well, and Ty, you hit it right on the head, and I think you must have been in some of our practices and coaches' meetings. This I week. dress up as a janitor <laughs> once in a while. That's me. <laughs> you know, actually, we've, we've had this exact same situation um, in the second half of the season. Go back to the last week of January. We played Brookfield East on a Tuesday night, uh, and then we played Sussex Hamilton on a Thursday night. So we talked at that point, and again, of course, at this point, that yes, the systems are very similar. Uh, they both run incredibly good motion offense that can be just, you know, if it's difficult and arduous and everything all at the same time, just to A, be prepared for it, and then B, to get your kids to go out and do it. So that is helpful. Yeah, the, the fact that they have this Patrick Baldwin Jr. kid who, you know, uh, he he's was pretty good, right? Last year. He's pretty good. He was really good last year, and he just has changed his whole game. and uh, not changed the game, but just gotten much better. And, and obviously, um, you know, it's, it's a really difficult uh, matchup for most people, including us. So, yeah, I think, you know, our guys are ready. Uh, they're feeling good. Like I said, I think for us, we just have kept improving, which is really, really important. You know, Cole now has been absolutely incredible. The game on, uh, on Thursday night, it just, uh, you know, statistics don't, do the story for that kid, right? He'll do whatever he needs to do for our team to be successful, and and he's doing that at an extremely high level right now. Dan, Art, don't you love being able to say that? Because for our team, for Martin Luther, it's Xavier Jones. You you look at the stats and you go, wow, he didn't have a great game. You know, he had 12 points or 10 points. But, you know, look deeper into it, and, you, and you'll see that he's always playing the best player on the other yep. team. He's he's leading us with rebounds. He's got seven, eight, nine assists, six steals, and people will come up to me and go, "Hey, what's going on with Xavier?" And I'll be like, "What are you talking about?" Well, he only scored ten points last night. Well, yeah, but you know what? He's getting everybody else involved, and and I can tell you this: that one of the a coach in our conference that I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. The last time we played them, he grabbed Xavier off to the side and said some things to him. And then I went up to that coach and I said, can I, what, can I ask what you said to Xavier? And he said, I congratulated him and said, look, I know how much, you know, you're, you're, you're much more of a team player and you're giving up the stats on a personal side in order for your team to win. And, and that is being noticed by guys like me. And I thought, man, yeah. that's awesome. That is awesome, yep. And that's, uh, it, it sounds like you could be talking about 
coal as well, you know, and so those are great kids to have. And, you know, and it's, it's amazing what that does to, to your team and the teammates on your team, you know, uh, you know, Cole's playing with some young guys. They're very, very talented, right? We have sophomores, David Joplin and Ben now are both really talented kids. You know, they're sophomores, um, but they've been playing like men and, uh, Malik Abdul-Wahid has played really well for us. We've had some, we're playing a, a freshman who's probably playing about, you know, 18, 20 minutes a game right now. Andrew Rohde is, is doing a really nice job as well. So it is truly, uh, you know, I watched a little bit of the girls' tournament uh, on delay this morning or on DVR or whatever, and one of the uh, commentators said, you know, at this time of the year, everybody's star players seem to show up and everybody does really well, and then it's those complementary or secondary players uh, that make a huge difference. And, and uh, today's game will, will probably come down to a lot of that. And quite frankly, that's what Sussex Hamilton has done really, really well all year. And we'll have our hands full today. So a 1 o'clock game isn't typical for what you know you usually have to deal with. You're playing night games usually. You guys go to some of these events. You're playing later in the day. How does the day look for you guys with it being a 1 o'clock tip, no JV game? You know, It's a little bit different than what you've been doing all year long. It is a little different, you know. The the time element is the biggest difference. Difference. I mean, you said it. You know, we've been fortunate again. We we've had a successful team the last few years. We do get invited to some showcases. So that idea of you know going and not having a JV game and getting on the bus and going and playing after a shoot around and those sorts of things is not foreign to us. The 1 p.m. is a little foreign. Um, you know, we're at school right now. The guys just got here. Um, they did a breakfast on their own together, and uh, we're going to do our little practice walk through, shoot around here at 10:15. Uh, load up the bus and get over there. Timing wise, you know, pretty much the same we do all the regular season stuff, with the exception of going to watch the end of a JV game. So, you know, we, you know, you go and play in some different things, and you schedule some back to backs. Every I think, you know, most people that do that have this end of the season in sight yep. you gotta you know you gotta play a back-to-back one week and you gotta play a one game in a day and a, another game and so from those standpoints you know I don't, we're not we're not smarter than anybody else over here, <laughs> that's for sure but um you are like dan said, no 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 i'm not but thank you i appreciate that i'll sure. pay you later yeah no, no <laughs> hey i promised that i would uh i would send you on your way before ten fifteen, so you don't walk in that gym late um, I really appreciate your time today. Good luck. One o'clock tip at Oconomowoc against Sussex Hamilton. Uh, Dan, good luck today. Uh, look forward to talking to you uh, later this week and see how it went. Great. Thanks, Mike. Good luck to you guys as well. Thank you very much. That's Dan Wandry, head basketball coach at Brookfield Central. Um, before we get to a break, Ty, you know, if you, if you're if you know anything about high school basketball, you know at Brook Central it's been a difficult last few weeks. Yep. And when I talked to Dan about coming on this show, and I've, I've said it for 12 years now, it's a celebration of high school athletics. And when I've been asked to define that, I'll say, look, two kids get off the team, get kicked off the team for drinking. I don't want to talk about them. I want to talk about the kids that came in off the right. bench. So if anybody is saying, hey, why wouldn't you bring this up? No, because you know what? I promised Dan I wouldn't. And I want to talk about these kids that are playing. Right. Man, I'm, I'm telling you. I, this is really impressive to me with this this group of kids and this staff to be able to to get through some of the hurdles they had to get through the last few weeks and still be playing mentally for the kids. Yeah, like, I mean they know what's going on. I always say you know 
kids do dumb things, but they're not stupid. You know, they they know what's going on and having to, to deal with what they're, they're dealing with. They did talk to Dan earlier in the week and said it'd be really impressed if you get rid of Cole and go be a Sussex Hamilton. Oh, that, that'd be really impressive. Yeah, right? that would be. You know, Cooks is sick, right? Told you that? But he's still texting. He's speaking somewhere. He said, hey, how about the uh, Greater Metro Conference, one of the best conferences, some of the best coaches? It's a heck of a basketball conference. The best one in the state. It is. Uh, you don't want it to, is. Yeah, it is. But, you know, you don't want Cooks to hear that because then he thinks he's right on something. He, the only thing he's <laughs> right on is in that book. He put me in his book. That was. He's, he's a he's <laughs> a Concordia guy. He's he not, is. Yeah. He's not a Marquette High guy, guy anymore. anymore. He's a Concordia no. guy. Yep. That's awesome. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break. Pat Clary might as well stay in Brookfield. Brookfield Academy got a basically a buzzer beater against Dominican. Uh-huh. Now they get to go play Wapon. Ay ay ay. Thank you very much. We'll talk to Pat Clary on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. As always, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, alongside my host this week, he's Ty Mosler. David Cook's not feeling well under the weather. He'll be back next week. Again, you can go to davidcookspeaks.com, pick up his book, Getting Untrust from Paralysis to Purpose. So I'll tell you what, this time of year, when you get uh, when you did a shot with like 11 seconds to go in the game to get up one to win a game, Man, you got to feel pretty good. Got to feel pretty good. And that's what happened with Pat Clary. Brookfield Academy beat Dominican the other night. The, the problem is you can't celebrate for very long. Because Clary and I were texting back and forth about an hour after our games about our game with St. Catharines, his game with Dominican. And they get a chance now to play Wapan, who's the number one seed up in that side in Division Three. Coach, how you feeling this morning? Oh, nervous. Nervous. I know. Excited. It's a great time of year to be still playing, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of weird. You, you win the sectional semifinal, and uh, you just you just stand there on the court like they don't present you with a plaque or anything. It's like kind of it's kind of awkward moment. Okay, we got to leave. We got to go get ready for one pot. So yeah, it's not a lot of time. Not a lot of turnaround time, and you got to get on to the next game. Three o'clock at Brown Deer today, correct? Yes, sir. Three o'clock at Brown Deer, Wapon and, and Brookfield Academy. I look. I've known you a long time. I know you've uh, watched as much tape as you can on Wapan. I got a chance to see him up close and personal. We played him early in the year. That's a really good basketball team you're playing. Yeah, and, and all my all you know the, all the coaching community they reach out and they they all get want to you know add their input and their help and it's always greatly appreciated. And they all say, "Well, you just got to lock down the Domasat kid." Well, that's easier said than done. Now just get that done. Just do it. That's yeah. easy. <laughs> hey, I didn't tell you. You know what? I didn't tell you that. I went the other oh, direction. Lock down the other four. <laughs> you did. You did. And and those other four are very talented, too, and um, they understand their role, and um, they're extremely well coached. They run a great system. Um, you know, and, and you know, they, uh, they pride themselves on early starts um, to get on top and then uh, to make you make mental mistakes because they're not going to beat themselves. You have to play your, your best basketball to have a chance at the end. Hey, Ty, not a lot of times that you get a high school game at this level where both coaches have a son 
playing in the game. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting dynamic. It's an emotional time. It is an emotional oh. time. And look, I can say this. He, our our guest right here, Coach Clary, won't say it, but I'll say it. The best players on both teams are the coaches' kids, yes. and so the. I always find that coaches' kids normally mentally are a little tougher than other kids, and this is the same deal. Look, this is the third Clary boy, so he got beat up a lot by the older two, and he learned how to be tough physically and mentally. And the Domas kid, he's he is he's really good too. He's yeah. really good. Just it, it's a cool dynamic. Think about the range of emotions and that into that game tonight. And again, I I hope you guys win, Pat. But you know, you, one of these two teams is unfortunately going to lose today. Really good teams. And what that father and son are going to feel. I remember a few years ago, I was at a Wrightstown game with Corey Hayes yep. and his son in their last game. They lost a tough game. And that range of emotion where one dad and son are going to feel the best they've probably ever felt together and another father and son who are probably going to feel at their lowest right. that they've ever felt. But being there with each other, I think that's an interesting dynamic to bring up for this game. Yeah. And Pat, you know, you've coached your other two, so you're familiar with all of this stuff. Do you find that that you've coached the third one, you've coached this one differently than you did the the first two? Sure. I mean, you you learn from all the mistakes you do along <laughs> the way and then you try to to make those adjustments. Um and I have and you know, and Aiden's a combination of of the older two, uh, just by watching and observing. Um he's learned quite a bit along the way on what to do and what not to do. It was interesting right after the Dominican game, I have my fourth son who's a freshman up on the varsity, and he went up to the other two who are back from college and said, ha-ha, you've never made it this far. <laughs> like, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. But that's the family we are as far as very competitive, you know, basketball-driven family. Pat, you guys are on your third tough game in a row. I mean, your your first game was kind of a layup with MSL, but then – you know, you're playing Brown Deer, who might have been down, but they're still good. That's Brown Deer. Then you got to play Dominican. Now you're on Wapan. And the reality is, is you know, the conference that you guys have, you have some easier ones because of the bottom part of that conference. And now all of a sudden, here you are playing three tough games, you know, in a 10, 12 day stretch. Do you feel your non conference schedule is important because, you know, you don't shy away from playing the better teams? You know, is that part of, you know, why you're doing it? So here come playoff time. You think your kids are more prepared for these situations? Yeah, Ty, all great points. Um, you know, I think every night in our conference, it's the other team's national championship <laughs> game, so we're we're getting everybody's best A game and that intensity. Um, then when we go out of conference, you're right, I try to find the very best teams that will play us because um, that's not always easy. Not everybody wants to play because we're Division three, so to get a Division one team to play us, you know, it takes a coach with some moxie, and, hey, I'll play anybody attitude as well. So teams that we've played are still playing. Uh, Bayview, um, Milwaukee, Washington. So we've been in pressure cookers. We, You know, um, this past 10 days, you know, I've gotten to take two voodoo dolls down off of myself, <laughs> Brown Deer and Dominican. The kids' names that may have changed in those programs, but those programs have always been my Achilles. Um, you know, Brown Deer got us a couple times, and they went on to win the state title. Dominican, when they had an NBA center, four times. Um, you know, my therapist has helped me through this. Thing, <laughs> you know, and this was this was a big week for us to to finally uh, get past those two great programs. And both, I mean, both sidelines. I mean, during the game, you look over at the Dominican sideline, you see two Hall of Famers standing there. I mean, I can't say enough good things about Gods and DePerry. I mean, just class acts. I learned a lot from them. 
Um, and then Kelly at Brown Deer. I mean, that guy's a winner, and yeah, he's he is. Be in the hall. You know, so it's it's been a it's been a great ride so far. Hey, and 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 speaking of that, you know, Wapan, who is really talented, um, and and I don't know them well enough to know what their signature wins have been. Um, but they came and played at Martin Luther, and and I didn't see them during the WBY shootout. But I'm wondering, Coach, if if you feel like maybe your team is a little bit maybe more prepared to play in an atmosphere like you're going to have at, at at Brown Deer in a big game like that because of the non-conference you played. Yeah, I would I would 100% agree with that. Except the head coach from Wapan is is outstanding. Yeah, he is. And just. Dan, Dan um, has those guys prepared. He has them focused. I imagine he's still watching tape from Keller Marine Lutheran, um, upsetting them last year. Um, yeah, that would be that would be absolutely true, except for the one X factor, and that's that head coach up there at Wapan. And I, again, I have much respect for him as well on everything he's done. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, Pat, last question: um, How's your wife feeling? You know, I had her on the coach's show coach's wife show a few weeks ago and then I got a chance to to see her when I came to see you guys play St. John's um, Military Academy and uh, man it's uh, just a wonderful lady going through some 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 medical issues how's she feeling? Deanna's doing much better thank you for asking and again all the support has just been incredible everywhere we go um, you know people reach out you know from strangers to other families from other programs to other other players, and that's the first things out of their mouth is always asking how my wife is doing, and that's outstanding. Um, you know, it's a stressful time being a dad, but it's also a stressful time being a mom. Yeah, well, and, and a coach, and a coach's wife too. So she takes on a lot, you know, that double duty at the game, and you know, she's been pacing since early this morning right now too. And um, See, you know, the, it's just again, it's an exciting time. You know, the difference is is like my wife loves. She's going to come to Evansville tonight and watch us play, and she loves the atmosphere. But she can't break down film with me. Deanna can break down film, and maybe a little bit better than you can. You know, Pat. So that that that's a little added pressure. She must have felt really good when Aiden hit that shot with 11 seconds to go against Dominican. Yeah, it's only taken about nine years to get a compliment out of her, but she's all oh, great play you ran there at the end. Yes, sir, it was. You know, it might be yeah. another nine before you get another one, so you better hold on to that one. Hey, yeah. Coach, thank. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'll, I'll just say, hey, man, good luck today. Yep. You put the game plan in Schmidt's hands. You guys will be just fine. Oh, there's another Achilles you can sit on, too. <laughs> you yeah, be- thank you, Ty, man. I'm, I'm really excited. And, uh, again, 3 o'clock at Brown Deer. And I'm going. we we bring another one home for the city. You know, if WI would have moved our game a little closer, you could have hit both of them. But I don't think I you're driving to Evansville after that one, are you, Ty? No. You don't even know where Evansville is, I do. do you? It's, hey, yes, southwest of uh, Madison. Yeah. Know. You know, Elkhorn's open today. Elkhorn, right <laughs> in between Beloit and Martin Luther. Could have got you South Division. <sighs> they want to know there. They weren't going to move it. You know what? Maybe when Coach Wallersheim comes in studio, we'll 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 ask him about all that. Mm, Maybe sure. not. Let's not do it. I don't want him. I want him on his A game today. I don't want him getting upset. Hey, Patrick, thank you very much. Good luck again. Three o'clock tip at Brown Deer against Wapan. Good luck today, Coach. Yeah, you go get a mic. Get another one, huh? You got it, man. Thank we'll you very much. I hope to see you there as well. Thank you very much. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, head basketball coach at West Dallas Central, Dave Malachnik, is going to join us. Uh, 
They got a big one today. I guess they're all big today. I got sectional finals usually that. are. I'm guessing, right? I think so, right? I guess, yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking they are. They get uh, they they beat up on Franklin a little bit. I was there. You were there. Did, yeah. yeah. How's uh, Coach Podell doing? A little down uh, after that one. A little bit, but what he said, he put things in perspective. I thought he said, you know, we've had three really good years uh, in a row here, and we've done it with good kids. And right. said they, they they picked a bad time to play a bad game. Right. Bottom line is, no and doubt. West South Central had a lot to do with that, but Franklin didn't play well. Yeah, they get uh, Waukesha West today. We're going to talk to uh, David Malachek, head basketball coach at West Dallas Central. After that, Coach Wallerstein from Martin Luther is going to join us in studio. We're going to talk to the head basketball coach at Cardinal Stretch. We'll introduce you to our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. And Daryl Longley, head basketball coach at Bayview, will join us later in the show. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern, alongside the head basketball coach at Milwaukee South, it's Ty Mosler. Our next guest, the head coach at West Dallas Central. Their game today is a, uh, boy, is that a 5 o'clock tip? 4 o'clock? 1 o'clock. Boy, my glasses don't even work anymore, David. (laughs) 1 o'clock tip. They're at Waukesha South against Waukesha West. He is uh, David Malachnik. Coach, how you doing? How you feeling today? I'm good. Uh, just, you know, anxious for the game to get going. You know, it's always the toughest part, sitting around and waiting. You get nervous before games? Yeah, I feel like I'm playing today, but my body won't move like <laughs> that. So, uh, <laughs> I'm nervous too, man. I'm always nervous. Yeah. I don't care who we're playing. 36 years of nervousness, man. It's uh, it, it gets too much. I know it does. I was talking to my wife about that. I was like, you know, I feel like, Back in the day when you're getting ready for a game and you just can't wait for that time to tip off and, you know, just finding a way to calm yourself down, you know, uh, with the coaches, with the players, get them to relax. And I, I think that's the biggest thing. Hey, I'm surprised that a team that could beat Franklin by 25 lost to St. John's. <laughs> Man, I'm only kidding. You know that brotherly love thing. I had to bring that one up. You knew that was coming. You, you, you keep on, you keep on rubbing that in, man. I'm going to hear that all, all the way, man. Hey, I was, I'd never been rooting for West Dallas Central more in my life, Coach, because I didn't want to have to mess with with St. John's. I wanted them to have to play St. Catharines, and it all worked out okay. But you threw a wrench into that one. Hey, it's got to be tough for you too to hear from your brother. Yeah, you might still be playing, but we beat you. <laughs> yep. So, so that's one good thing. I can, I can take that to the you know for the rest of the year. But yeah, I, I'd ra- I guess I'd rather lose that one uh, than now in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I agree. How do you uh, Waukesha West boy? They've got uh, they've got it all. They've got great size. They've got some good guards. I've seen them play twice. What uh, the tape that you've seen, Coach? How do you guys stack up with that? You know, they're loaded, man. They got length. They got the big. Uh, they shoot it. They, you know, they can attack the rim. So we got a tough matchup, you know. Um, you know, we, we got our, you know, we got our players that have been playing well. But, um, you know, it's going to come down on the defensive end for us, you know, keeping guys in front and contesting shots and then offensively taking care of the basketball. So hey, last I year we, we've been doing all year. 
last year with you guys, you know, it was by seed wise, it was an upset when you guys beat Brook Central in the regionals and made it to the sectionals. How much of of that experience of making it to sectionals? And you had a lot of kids back this year. You had, you know, quite a few seniors. Um, you know, and Shiloh was playing last year also as a sophomore. How much of that run last year do you think is benefiting you guys now, uh, being able to, you know, help you guys get this far? I think it's been huge, you know, just uh, preparing for practices and, you know, just that that wait time in between games and, you know, the moment. And, you know, they've been through it, so, you know, they're handling it better this year. Uh, you know, obviously the further you go along, you know, the tougher it gets. But, it's a, you know, we we got leaders out of that senior group. And then also, like you said, with Shiloh, they've just been, uh, you know, it's just been a calm group so far. So I hope they can do that again. I asked Dan earlier, you know, these one o'clock afternoon games with no JV game, they're they're different than what our kids are used to playing. Even if you're in some of these events, and you know, you guys are a better team, so you're playing in the evening. You know, during the regular season, it's a JV game. What what does your guys' day look like here with a one o'clock game that you normally aren't playing, and the the setup being different, and then the magnitude of the game? What are you guys doing today? Well. I- we we had a game earlier this year, you know, and we try to schedule, you know, and try to get an early game Friday, Saturday. So we're, we're kind of used to that. We had a game back at Bayview against Racine Horlick, and we had a 1 o'clock tip. So we came in the morning, 9 o'clock shoot around. Uh, we just got done eating, and now the guys are relaxing, and we'll catch the bus here in about 25 minutes. Man, that's awesome. Hey, I got to tell you this. About a month into the season – I was having breakfast with a client off of Highway 100 and uh, in Greenfield, and Dale Dale Waltz um, from Wisconsin Ryan's Lutheran, yep. Ryan's dad, who had been the coach there a long time. I see him there on Fridays a lot. He's got his table full of guys that he hangs with, and and I went over to say hello, coach. And at, we got done with our conversation. He said, "Hey, have you seen West Dallas Central yet?" I said, "No, not yet." He said, "Get out and see them. It's, they're the real deal." I said, "Really?" He said, "I'm telling you, keep your eye on them." Because they're the real deal. I got a chance to see them, and they're really good. And they play fast, and they play well, and they play tough. And he said they're like their head coach. You know, they're all tough <laughs> kids. So I said, that's great. I, I'll do that. What a compliment from a guy like Dale Walls. When we when he said this, it was probably mid-December, maybe. And he said, keep your eye on that West Dallas Central team. They could go deep in the playoffs. And he was right. You got to feel pretty good about the the the, the around you the people that are talking about you in this program and this team. Yeah, that is very nice, you know, and when people recognize what the kids have put in and the hard work and buying into the system and doing all that stuff, it means a lot. And that's, uh, that's very nice of them to say that. And hopefully we can continue to do it. That's the biggest thing. I'll tell you this, Dave, too. You know, we start in January, start taking a little closer look at the teams that are going to be in your sectionals. And, and I said it back in, in January – talking to the coaches that I talk to more often than others with Brad Bester and Podell, guys saying, I thought you guys were the best team in the sectional. It might not have been easy to vote for you guys. Number one in our sectional because of West is very good also and had a good record. And that conference is very good. But I, in comparing the two teams, I, I said a while back as I think West central might be the best team in this sectional due to uh, the, the variety of, of players that you have. You have some size. You have some kids that can play inside, outside. You have some speed. You can play multiple temples. You guys are able to defend full court, half court, and uh, the the talent level, you know, you guys might not have that big name that everyone's ranking, but you have good players. 
Yes, and multiple guys. You know, um, had some freshmen, sophomores step up this year, giving us big minutes. Um, but you know, it comes down to Jake and Glenn and Shiloh. You know, they've been doing a great job, and I appreciate that, Ty. Um, you know, the, the guys that put the time in, they put the work in, they've been grinding, and you know, we got a tough matchup today with West. I think they're you know right up there with everybody. So. It's going to be tough. You know, I thought who makes a big difference for you guys, and I remember listening to the last time you guys were in here with with, with Mike, was you talked to some older kids about, hey, accepting a role of coming off the bench to help the magnitude of the team. Yeah, great point. You have to be talking about the Varnell kid. Yes. Yeah. yes. He's awesome, man. Defensively coming in and just, you know, he gives us every ounce of energy that he has. And then even the other kid, Cam, you know, he, he can stretch the floor and shoot it for us. and gets to the free throw line, knocks down free throws, and just does a great job of boxing out all the little things. David, how many uh, how many Malachics will be in that gym today? 129. <laughs> yeah, how many <laughs> tickets did you have to get to get I the I whole? Put, I, put, I put them all on a pass list. You put <laughs> man, hold on, WIA must be listening. No, there's no chance you put all of them on the pass list. No, hey, it, we're joking, man. I, I'm sure it's going to be. There's one section of the Malachik family that's going to be there. It was, you know what, Dave, I have to tell you, it was a pleasure uh, to meet your father. It just yes. was. And, and and I love the fact that he came and sat in studio with us, and he is a tough guy. And when he said, hey, look, you better knock it off or you're going to make me cry here, I said, man, that's <laughs> awesome. Just because of the emotion and how much he loves what his boys and grandkids and granddaughters and everybody is doing when it comes to a game that he just absolutely loves. Well, that that's the best because he called me last night, uh, and he goes, or yesterday afternoon, he goes, "Hey, I've been to a couple of Walker Show West games. Do you want to know anything?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> so he he gives me a call almost every night. We talk a little bit, you know, and just about the guys and teams that are coming up, and he just he loves it. it it's it's awesome. Who was he rooting for when you guys played St. John's? For me, yeah, no, of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he, he 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 was torn. He even said it. he goes, you know, he goes, I'm sorry that you lost. He goes, I just, I, it's just a tough game to watch. Yeah, you bet. You know, if I were him, I would wait until the end of the game and just whoever won, I'd say that's, by who, the winner, right? that's who I was rooting for. <laughs> that's right? what I would have done. Yeah, yeah. that's You're my favorite I'm, son. You're my favorite son right there. <laughs> hey, Coach, good luck today. Again, 1 o'clock tip at Waukesha South against Waukesha West. You boys have your hands full, but uh, yes, you guys are ready for this one. All right, I appreciate it, Mike. Good luck to you, too, tonight, man. Hey, thanks. I really appreciate that. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Paul Wallersheim going to join us in studio. Talk a little Martin Luther basketball. And, again, don't bring up the WI decision to keep this thing at, you know, other side of the, the world. I will. Yeah, sure you will. That's You know, uh, Coach Cooks wouldn't have done that. Yeah, he would have. He would have done it about 15 times by now. He'd be singing some song. I know. You know that's coming. Hey, let's get to a break. In fact, he said, how come you haven't fired Ty yet? I may keep you. I may keep you. Somebody needs to. (laughs) Welcome. Yeah, no doubt. We'll be right back. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, Ty, it's good to see somebody who got even less sleep maybe than I did. I don't know. 
head basketball coach at Greendale, Martin Luther. We were texting at like 5.30 this morning. Hey, do you see this one three one? Do you see yeah, yeah, Just going yeah. to bed? Yeah, you were not not us, man. Coach Paul Wallersheim, head basketball coach at Martin Luther. Coach, how you doing today? Doing well. Yeah. Doing well, yeah. Glad to still be playing. Yeah, I am too. This has been a fun year. This is a good group of kids, coach. It, you know, it, it, having seniors makes all the difference. I mean, if you've coached for for a while, um, the maturity that they bring, the experience they bring to the plate, um, and and we have you know nine seniors, and and five or six of those guys have played a lot of big basketball games for us over the years. That game uh, the other night against St. Catharines, um, that's that's about as nervous as I've been before a game in a really long time. The atmosphere was incredible. I I, I have to give. And I know that you do all the time, but I need to do it. The, the, not only the students and, and the faculty and the administration at at Martin Luther, but the parents and the aunts and uncles, all these people that came down, people kept saying to me, this seems like a home game for you guys, and we're 10 minutes from Racine St. Catharines. And so, you know, Corey and Dr. Jensen and all the teachers and everybody that has been so involved and so much in love with this group and this team – I just got to say thank you for that. Yeah, they, uh, everybody we talked to, everybody I got interviewed by after the game said the same thing, and that all goes to, to Corey Scheel and, and Dr. J, a lot of it, uh, Corey Scheel, I mean, our athletic director, girls basketball coach, he did an unbelievable job getting people down to that gym, getting our students down there with the fan buses, um, organizing the parents to you know make sure they were there, and because we were concerned, you know, yeah. the, the game had to be moved from Racine St. Catharines because they couldn't play it all at that was the original WIAA site, and so the WI had to make a decision where were they going to play it. We were hoping somewhere between the two schools, that didn't happen. Racine they chose Racine Prairie. That was a little frustrating for us, but you know, it's a beautiful facility, and they did an amazing job hosting it. Um, and in the end, it worked out great. So. You, you were kind of shaking your head with that. You know, I didn't want to bring up the WIA stuff, but since he opened the door. <laughs> Come on. What's going on with the WIA? Yeah, just, you know what, this game, I I, I, have, I, I struggle a little bit, and, and this is just me, the fact that there were some opportunities to maybe have this game that we play tonight a little closer for us and not too much farther for Beloit Turner, and they decided to to keep it in a in a facility that holds about seventeen hundred, from what I hear, maybe eighteen hundred. If the, if you're standing room only, there were some facilities that had quite a bit more. Look, Racine Prairie, there there was two thousand people there. Yeah, they hold eighteen hundred. There was for sure two three hundred people standing watching that game. Right. See, I Same. wonder about some of those things with the financial side of things. Like, if you could play at Elkhorn that holds more than eighteen hundred, why would you not want to do that from your own financial bottom line? But yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about the game. <laughs> yeah, let, let's talk. Beloit Turner's awfully good. You know, we've uh, we've seen them a couple of times, watched them on film. Uh, they've got good guards. They've got good size. And they're playing really well right now. Yeah, it's a, it's a mistake to look at their overall record because they, they played without um, this strong kid f- until February. 6-6, um, first team all-conference as a junior. He didn't get on the floor until February. They've lost one game since then, and that was a four-point loss uh, against East Troy. So no no shame in that loss right there, and they're playing well. Yeah, their, their guards um, are a big part of what they do, and so they kind of mirror a little bit. Our guards are a big part of what, what we do. Um, our guards are normally a little bit quicker. Their guards are really quick, and so it's going to be a battle tonight. 
How, Coach, how, and you've been through this a lot as, as Ty, we all have, but a day and a half after a really emotional, physical and emotional test against St. Catharines, hard to get kids to, to play at a high level a day and a half later? I don't, I don't think so a day and a half or, you know, two, almost two full days because we play at 7 o'clock tonight. Right. Yesterday was hard. You know, you have to get all this information into the WIA by 10 in the morning. And that was a, a very emotional win for us, for our kids, for our program. And I just accept, you know, for practice and film yesterday, I just kind of accepted that. I, I said, we're not going to, these guys aren't going to be 100% engaged today. And I didn't give them too much. I didn't give them too much in practice. And tomorrow, today, with a little bit of film and our walkthrough and our shooter, I'm going to give them a little bit more and push a little harder today for sure. 16 and 17-year-olds, I would guess it's probably more the, the mental part than the physical. I mean, they can run all day. It's not like their legs are tired. You know, they can go play another game the next day. It's the brain part when you're dealing with 16, 17-year-olds. Yeah, and, and especially a team that you've now you're playing for the third time and you beat them by three, they beat you by one in overtime. And they all know each other really well. And it's, it's uh, you know, our kids were, that's as focused, coaches, I've seen our kids and a team that I've coached in a long time the three or four days prior to St. Catharines. Yeah, you know, I would say I would say this. It's easy to say that that's the most focused our group at Martin Luther has been because it's, it's not a group that has always been as focused as we would like over the years. But I would I would go as far to say that week of practice going into the St. Catharines game was as focused as any team I've ever coached going into a game. They they were, and we had a lot of things going for us. One was the loss last year in that sectional semifinal on a, bu- a buzzer beater to East Troy, right? And having lost the last game to St. Catharines on kind of a buzzer beater, yep. a long three pointer with about ten seconds left. Those two things had our guys as focused on that game and advancing as, as they could be. Yeah, and, and, and I think the carryover, I, I had to take one of our players home last night and I expressed a concern that I have, and he said, Coach, don't be. You know, we've had this conversation as a group. Our, our guys, we've talked about it. We're going to be ready to go. We're going to be ready to go, and, and uh, you know what? You worry about your stuff. We'll worry about making sure we play with some energy. And... I asked him about one kid in particular who was a kid comes off the bench for us, Darius. Yeah. And we heard because we're going to get our kids to get him out of the locker room at prayer, and he was holding court in there. And he was a kid that was standing up in the middle of the locker room saying, hey, look, we need to get out strong. We need to finish strong. We're going to stay as a family. Everybody stick together. And it was it gave me goosebumps when I was listening to it. And he said, look, Coach, you may have just heard that one. But trust me, we we as a group talk like that a lot. And so don't worry about the energy level that we're going to bring, which made me pretty comfortable, the fact that at least we're going to play with a lot of energy tonight. You know, those are the things you'll you'll find if, when you're doing this show in, in 20 years. That that snippet, uh, hearing those guys in the locker room before our game against St. Catharines, I can remember walking in 1997 into the locker room, same timing, and it was quiet. And it was dark, and I walked in. That was Andy Kowski and Nick Knuth and that group. Yeah. I walked in the locker room, and it, dead silence. Somebody had just talked. The kids had just talked, and they were all in tears. Their last game was a state championship game. Was their last, They were all in, in tears. Yeah. 
And, you know, similar to kind of our last uh, home game, the regional championship game, where a couple sure. of our guys were emotional about yeah. playing their last home game. It's, did, it's a close-knit group. Did you guys win that one, then? We did. Okay. We did, yeah. Because I, you know, if all that happened and you didn't, that would uh, <laughs> that would be tough. I wouldn't be telling hey, that story. No, no doubt. Hey, Ty, when you talk about a team that has nine seniors on it, you don't hear that much anymore. You don't hear teams that. Oh no, kids don't play nearly. Like, wanting to just be on the team, right? And being with their friends or represent a school or have the pride of wearing the jersey, and it, that's not just a a city or suburban or you know, it, it, that's everywhere now. Like. Unless kids see themselves playing, they don't stick around like they right. used to. They, they, again, whatever we can debate a thousand reasons, they just don't. And you know, senior night now is two kids, three kids, just how it's yeah. gone. I, there, there's there's no doubt. I'm, I'm I'm proud of the fact that we we have nine. A couple a couple of guys said, you know, we we told them, you know, that you know seven, eight, nine, eight, nine. Hey, you know you're not going to play a lot this year, and hey, we just want to hang out with our, our buddies and, and be a Represent part of this. Represent the school, and yeah. be part of it. You can't, yeah. Most kids don't think like that anymore right. nowadays. They, they, they just don't. don't. And those for kids... any sport, it's not just a basketball thing. Right. It's it. I mean, you were AD. I mean, you deal with all every sport. It's everywhere for all sports. Though, and those kids have had a big impact on this team. I mean, they get after it in in practice on the bench. They're a big part of what this group does, and it's interesting to see that when they get in. These guys that start there, for the most part, are standing up cheering these guys on because they've been in class together for four years. They walk the halls together. I, it's interesting for me to watch who hangs out with who, and a lot of teams I've coached in the past, same guys all hang out together. Those two are over there. This group is different. One day it's these two guys over there and four guys over there. The next day it's three guys over there and two guys over there and a junior with them, and it's really it's it's a different group. Then, then I've been around for a bit, and it's pretty cool to see. Hey, good luck today. I'll, uh, I, you and me, man. We've been, we've been, uh, we've been hanging out a long time, Coach. And this is a big one. And I look forward to to get. Well, that bus ride will be a little long, but I look forward to getting on the bus with you. We'll make sure the bus driver doesn't go past the school. No, nope. that's uh, that'll be important. We'll uh, we'll get uh, get some food in these kids, and and I'll see you in a couple hours. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. Martin Luther by fifteen. Wow. Um, wow. We'll take a win. We'll, we'll take, just take a W. Thanks take for a, uh, jinxing us there. Yeah, yeah thanks Appreciate a lot. Well, good job, Ty. Anytime. Appreciate that. <laughs> Coach Paul Wallersheim, Greendale, Martin Luther. Hey, um, huge breaking news today. Breaking news story. Maybe not as big for you guys as it is for me, but uh, Mark, Greendale, Martin Luther had a youth wrestling tournament today. Do you know that? I did. Logan Bonner and Keegan Bonner, my grandsons, <laughs> Logan went three and zero. Keegan went two and zero. The Bonner boys went undefeated in a youth wrestling tournament today at Martin Luther. All over social media. Hey, they're t- they're listening in the car. Logan, Keegan, well done, boys. That's the McGivern side. That's the tough side. That's where you got that from. Logan Bonner, Keegan Bonner, both undefeated in their first wrestling tournament. Well done, well done. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, the head basketball coach at Cardinal Stritch University will join us. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.